Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method, that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, and today we have a very special guest, Shanif Donati, who is the co-founder of Aptio. They are an amazing company that helps e-commerce brands personalize their marketing campaigns by predicting what their customers will buy next. Okay, this is crazy stuff, you guys. But prior to working for this company, Shanif was the lead engineer and the head of analytics at Tap Commerce, a New York-based ad tech startup that was acquired by Twitter. Okay, most recently, he was a data scientist and software engineer at Twitter, where he worked on a variety of projects across advertising, analytics, and machine learning. You guys, I am so excited to talk about this. This is one of those tools where I think it's going to be a total game changer. But before we get into that, welcome to the show. Tell us all about yourself. Don, that was a super awesome intro. Very enthusiastic. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the time. <laughs> you are uh, welcome. So give us your background because this is quite an amazing, amazing background that you have. And I know a lot of our listeners will be excited to hear about your experience not only at Twitter, but at TapCommerce as well. But tell us about yourself and, and how you kind of came to be in this world of e-commerce and data analytics. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. And, you know, everything you mentioned is basically the result of me being a huge geek, right? So I'm, I'm a data geek. <laughs> I love data science. I love software. So I've been doing it for a while. Um, and really, you know, what I find fascinating is you can take this data that you have about people or about anything and use it to make predictions going forward. Um, so like you said, you know, I was Twitter for a while. I did that on their ads team, but uh, also worked on using data for a couple of other projects, you know, doing things like optimizing their onboarding flow because um, a lot of people were dropping mm -hmm. off. I did sure. this at Tap Commerce. you know, we were basically predicting, you know, which ads to show to which people. And so uh, I just find it fascinating. And, you know, ultimately I wanted to bring a lot of that um, enthusiasm and sort of interest that I have in the world of AI to... Uh, to, to smaller brands and brands across the world. And so I think doing that for e-commerce brands um, is a really good way to do that. Been doing it for a couple of years now and, and I'm you know, enjoying it like crazy. So, so far, so good. So far, so good. Okay, so you work at, at Twitter, you work at Tab, you're a, a data, let's call you geek because I love that word. I think we're all geeks at heart, but let's say, okay, a data geek and you decide all of a sudden, okay, hey, let's just start this company that, you know, predicts how and when people are going to start buying stuff. How do, how do you get from, <laughs> from where you yeah. were to where you are today? You know, it's funny. There was uh, a lot of twists and turns when when we first started. I actually didn't even want to start a company. I was um, I was doing some cool stuff with AI over at Twitter, and I was thinking about the stuff I was doing uh, using like natural language processing and things. I was like, you know, I probably could apply this to my own 
believe it or not, to my own stock portfolio. So I used to trade yeah. uh, stocks and options is one of the ways I paid my way through business school. So I did that and I was like, hey, let's just, you know, start start doing a little bit of research. Um, yeah. So I just basically started researching things. You know, I built this system that downloaded a bunch of um, financial articles and opinions and things, built out this AI system. And eventually I was like, hey, you know, I could probably, you know, do this for other companies. And so along the process of me starting Aptio, I, I tried building this AI research company. I tried selling it to finance. Ultimately, what I found was that the people who were really using the technologies I was building were marketers and specifically yeah. e-commerce marketers. So sure. like, you know, everything I just mentioned to you, uh, that was actually a couple of years of ups and downs and roller coasters and sideways turns. But I ultimately yeah. realized that you know, e-commerce marketers, really what they wanted to do is they wanted to figure out which of their customers were going to come back. Um, if they had a subscription, they wanted to figure out which customers were going to churn. They wanted to figure yeah. out like, how do I, you know, target people based on what they've done. And so we just, we went heads down focused on that um, after doing lots and lots of research, a couple of hundred customer interviews uh, and a lot of, you know, long, sort of long winding road along the way. But that's how we got from where I was at Twitter to uh, where I am today. I love that. I, I love that. A lot of my agency clients start their brands or their service businesses for a specific reason. And, you know, I, I love that you kind of just saw that need and sort of went for it. And, you know, that that has come to to fruition now. And I think a lot of times our listeners are, you know, looking for what exactly it is that you've created, right? Like, so I want to, I want to get into a little bit of the details of this tool specifically, how amazing it is, who is it really like intended for? But first give us kind of the outline of, of the company and like, what is this? Because you have options yeah. for agencies, you've got options for e-com brands and stuff, but tell me a little bit about just like the tool itself and what it really is intended to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, at the highest level, uh, we think that using customer data is one of the best ways for people to get up and running with better marketing campaigns. So what the tool really does is it just takes in your customer data. So things like transaction history, uh, you can plug in your email tools. So things like email open rates, takes in all this information and it kind of structures it for you. And it does kind of two real two things. Um, the first thing it really does is it identifies which of your customers are likely to become repeat purchasers or even further, you know, which customers are likely to buy which products, uh, what which customers are likely to respond to certain offers. So, you know, it predicts sort of what these customer affinity uh, characteristics are. Then it just mm. groups them together into segments and it takes those segments and it kind of pushes them back to your marketing tools. Um, and then the yeah. other thing it does is it uses all that data instead of kind of in addition to using it to create these automations, it also provides reports and metrics and analytics for you. So you can go in and learn about your customers and you can start to start to automate uh, segmenting these customers as well. You know, we've got agencies using it. Like you said, we've got brands using it. It's sort of applicable to anyone who's got a, an e-commerce store online. Wow. That's amazing. And so tell me a little bit about how the AI piece of it works. So, I mean, that's kind of the the geeky out part, right? The, ner the yep. nerdy part. Tell me a little bit about how the AI. Absolutely. So uh, um, essentially what happens is we get all this data. And so the first thing I kind of want to say is when you think about AI, most people are thinking like Terminator or robots and stuff, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when it comes to the AI that we use, uh, it's really just pattern matching. And the way you can think about it is pretty straightforward. Like maybe you can think about it this way. 
Um, what it does is we take certain snapshots in time of people, you know, so take a particular point in the past and then just sort of record, what do we know about them? You know, where do they live or how much have they spent in the store or what mm. products have they bought? And then you yeah. can fast forward a little bit and say, okay, what did they go on to do next? So there's your snapshot and you take another snapshot and you do a whole bunch of these snapshots and you feed them into this sort of math equation. And the equation is set up so that it's, it's optimized to find patterns among customer behavior that sort of lead to certain things that you care about. In our case, yeah. uh, it's set up to figure out what products somebody is likely to buy next or how much money they're going to spend next. It's a couple of different AI you know, algorithms we use. But if you think mm -hmm. about it, this, this large sort of math equation just learns all the patterns and then it applies those patterns to what we know about somebody today. And it says, okay, so like this has all kind of been the case in the past, assuming it's all going to stay the same. What is this person likely to do in the next 30 days or in the next 365 days? And it applies that to everybody from a store and then you can start to group them together. And so really the thing, the key thing I want to take away here is um, it's just all about pattern finding and pattern recognition. It just so happens that some of these AI tools that are out there today can do these really well when you have a lot of data and obviously, you know, you know, probably far better than a human can. So that's kind of right. how it works at the highest level. It's amazing. And then, and then how do you, you know, how do you do that then or recommend people to use that as far as marketing campaigns go? It's a great question. You know, one of the things we try to avoid is this, um, paralysis and by analysis, you know, sort of thing, analysis right, paralysis, right. where people just get a yeah. whole bunch of data. What we find to work best, um, you know, I mentioned at the start of the show, uh, we take all of these sort of insights and predictions and the way we use them is to group people together based on similarity. And this is something yeah. that marketers are, you know, pretty used to today where you've yeah. got customer audiences or customer segments based on some characteristics. Uh, marketers that aren't using AI today, maybe they're doing things like simple rules like, hey, somebody didn't buy, you know, in the past 90 days. So we're going to group them all together and give them a discount. We're just doing the same thing using AI. And then what we do is we help these marketers use these segments to come up with campaigns that are likely to respond, that these people are likely to respond to. So you might have one group of people who are likely to buy this red dress. And so that's pretty easy. You just say to a marketer, hey, send these guys this um, a promotion for a red dress, maybe give them a small discount. And, uh, you know, send it to them via email or SMS or paid social, whatever it is that our tool figures out is going to work best. Um, sure. Or you might say, hey, look, like these groups of people, they really are at risk. Like maybe some of them have purchased in the past 70 days, but maybe their average purchase time is every five days. And so this is really a risky customer because you're losing them. And so we'll tell the marketers, hey, you know, you guys are you got this group of people. You really want to keep them because they've been spending a lot of money in your store. But maybe you want to give them a special offer, like a buy one, get one free, or even some some sort of letter from your founder. Um, yeah. And so by taking these people and identifying what they're likely to do next and then grouping them together, you as a marketer can then come up with uh, messages and campaigns that work best for you. And then down the line, what we're going to do is sort of build in the tools to create these messages, these images, the headlines themselves, all automatically using AI. And then you as a marketer can go in and click a button to send it out or tweak it. And so that's really how we help. Um, and by doing this, you know, marketers are able to reach more customers because they're speaking their language and it kind right. of reflects in the numbers when it comes to the sales numbers. That's awesome. 
That's amazing. And I mean, what an amazing way to really focus your attention on the right things as well. And I think as an e-com business owner myself, as well as owning a digital marketing agency, as well as having worked with hundreds of other e-com business owners, (laughs) I can tell you that there is a lot of like shiny penny squirrel syndrome, like a lot of throwing things against the wall, testing, doing this, then trying something else. And this is as you've explained, it really helps you focus not only just on the messaging and the type of message, but also eventually like the right type, maybe even the right time to send the message or the right headline, the right image, all of those different pieces of that. What a time saver as well, right? We've heard that. Um, it's Well, first of all, kudos to you because you sound super busy. Um, <laughs> I actually also, <laughs> I've also got my own little e-commerce store. I don't spend too much time on it, but Getting back to your question, um, we found that like the way that brands use us is different than the way agencies use us. Agencies yeah. love the amount of time that they save because, you know, you've probably seen this. You have to come up with campaign ideas and you have to try to figure out, okay, well, this group of people, what do I send to them because they did this? And so you as an agency no longer have to go in and spend a bunch of time in Excel. Um, and then if you're a right. brand, you can start to automate all of this and maybe spend even less time. So one of the things we do find is that it saves people a lot of time. Um, especially for marketers who don't maybe who maybe aren't that interested in numbers and analytics, you don't have to jump yeah. into spreadsheets as much anymore. Um, and so yeah. that's something people have told us that they really like. Yeah, and I would think too, you know, at least in my experience, and maybe you you can kind of attest to this, is that you know when you're a new ecom business owner or even as an experienced business owner, you don't really, you know, like you didn't get into the ecom side of things most of the time to do the marketing piece, right? Like a lot of times people are doing this because they've got a passion, they're, you know, a hobbyist or, you know, they've created, developed a product that's now booming and it's making them millions of dollars, that kind of stuff. And they don't have a lot of time or a lot of knowledge on the marketing side of things. And so this sounds like a tool that really, even for the beginner or even for people that are doing really well from, you know, a a sales perspective could come in, plug this in, use it and get some real valuable insights, maybe even for next products that they should be creating or the marketing messages, that type of thing. Are you finding that businesses at all levels are using this product or is it really intended for maybe, you know, e-com owners that are at a certain revenue threshold? It's, it's so interesting. Um, I've, I've worked with so many e-com owners now and you're right. Like a lot of them, they just love their product and a lot of them don't want to get into the marketing, which is totally cool. Like I, you know, I get it. Um, so we find that the folks who are using us, uh, now the interesting, I'll take a step back. The interesting thing about AI is you need a little bit of data to get up and running. You know, if you're a brand new store, brand new business, uh, AI has nothing to learn from. And so what we find is um, at the bare minimum, we generally look for people who've got like a thousand historical orders, you know, in the past couple Mm. of years, which isn't a huge amount, but it's also not, you know, your first store that you start off uh, with like yesterday. And so at the smallest level, we've got small stores kind of up and running at the largest store, you know, largest side of things. We've got brands that are running hundreds of millions of dollars, um, sort of getting closer to the enterprise level using us. Um, And so it really does work. Uh, for brands of almost every size. And the interesting thing is with AI, the more data you have and the larger you get, it's actually the better off it is for you because then you have so much data, you can't, you as a human can't go through it all 
is almost too much to work through. And um, the AI learns a lot more when you do have a lot more data. And so we find that brands who've got a lot of information are deriving tons and tons of value. Obviously, still brands who are smaller are still getting good value from it. Uh, but it is sort of one of those things where it works for almost everyone. Maybe not the best for a brand new store, but as you yeah. get up and running, maybe after six months, you know, you you definitely could become a a, a good person to to use AI with. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I'm excited to like explore around with this and and to play with it, not only for my own e-com business, but also for my clients. I think it sounds really cool. And I think it's definitely, it seems like it's pretty easy to install and to use and fairly, like there's not a lot of tech to it, I guess, if I'm understanding correct on on the non-techie side of things, right? The the non-tech people can get up and running pretty easily. Yeah. That, and that's the goal. You know, we didn't want uh, you as a as an e-com owner who's got like 2000 things to worry about, to worry about the tech side of things. So all you have to do is connect your store. If you're on Shopify, it's an app. If you're on something else like WooCommerce or BigCommerce, you just put in your username and password and it connects. After a couple of hours, your data will be downloaded and then uh, you'll get a bunch of interesting insights, reports, recommendations. Hopefully, awesome. you know, no coding required. Yep. Awesome. I love that. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna change course just a little bit as we we kind of move through this because you're a business owner. People that are listening are business owners. You know, we've got a lot of e-com business owners that listen here. Can you tell us based on the data that you've seen first in in you know all the AI pieces and the data that you get to see from your side? What are some things that are like? maybe the most common, let's go with misses first. Like what are some things that you see maybe e-commerce businesses miss or things that maybe aren't working or like, gosh, every e-com business that plugs this in is missing upsells or they're missing this or they don't do that. What, What are some maybe commonalities or themes that you've seen on the backside? It's, I think that, you know, there's so many interesting e-commerce stores out there. Um, the, the common mistakes I've seen tend to be pretty fundamental. So let's say maybe you've been up and running for a couple of years. A lot of businesses, you'd be surprised, they're still not sort of collecting all of their data and putting it into a single place. Like maybe they're still using Shopify for their orders, but they're using Klaviyo for their emails and Atena for their SMS, and it's all spread out. And there's no single uh, system that sort of takes it all in and gives you information based on all that. And so mm. it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is one of those things where once you get ready to move to the next level, like upselling and cross-selling, you're going to need a lot of that information. Um, and then the second sort of big mistake I've seen is most brands aren't doing anything when it comes to segmentation. Like maybe they're blasting uh, out an email to like or a discount to their entire email list of hundreds of thousands of people. When in reality, only maybe 5,000 people would really benefit from the discount. Or maybe they're offering you know, a sale to everybody or launching a new product. Maybe they're launching a woman's line to their entire list, which is like 50% men. And so right. they're just, um, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like they just blast out everything to their entire email list. And so the number of people who are doing segmentation and are doing it really well is actually pretty small. And so between yeah. those two things, just... Um, collecting data, centralizing it, and then using it for the bare minimum in terms of segments. A lot of brands are sort of um, not optimizing or taking the most, uh, making the most out of what they've got. And then obviously, as you get more and more sophisticated, there's a ton of things you can do. Like, you know, we can obviously help with things like automating your cross-sells and upsells or creating product recommendations that you would want to highlight. But um, I think I would say those are probably more advanced. And once you've gotten... You probably want to focus on the on the 
fundamentals first before you get to that level. Yeah, that's a really great point. And I think something that so many businesses, e-com businesses miss is the segmentation piece and being able, but to your point, it's really hard to see that segmentation or to understand your customer when when you're getting to a certain point, you've got so many people on your list or you're doing so many transactions, you really don't know what that segmentation should look like or you're not able to see it. And so you do just kind of this mass marketing or sending out emails or, or things to everybody when only 50% yeah. of your, your list is appropriate. And I think that... Um, there really hasn't been a lot of tools available, which is obviously why you guys have created what you've created. But um, there haven't been a lot of resources or tools available for businesses to be able to see it in one maybe source of truth or place of truth where they can really get that level of data. So that's really cool that that this will do that for them. Thank you. Yeah. We, you know, we were surprised. There are a couple of tools out there, but not as many as you'd think. And um, right. a lot of people... A lot of people, even if there are tools, those tools make you go in and create the segments yourself. Yes, rules right. And like, they don't tell you what your segments are. And so that was the big thing that we didn't, that a lot of people were like, hey, I'm so glad that I don't have to go in and create these segments for you. You guys just do it for us automatically. And so you're right. It's yeah. not easy, you know, because you have to go in and do that analysis yourself because there aren't tools like that. But hopefully that's going to change. And we're trying to trying to get people up and running with that a little bit more efficiently than what they've been able to do so far. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. So what are, what on the opposite side of that, what are, what's something that you see people doing really well when they're either using your tool? What are some things that have really helped generate um, additional sales or revenue for people once they have been able to maybe yeah. segment or see this in one source of truth? One thing I just, I smile about, and you might be surprised to hear it because of all the issues is we figured out, um, well, most of our customers are able to use us to get uh, return, a positive return on ad spend on things like Facebook or Instagram. And not just what? positive, but yeah, <laughs> maybe even going from like less than one to two or three X. And when I saw that the first time, I was blown away. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I saw it like a second time and a third time. And actually, most customers who use us are able to do that. And the reason is um, because there's a couple of reasons here, and it just makes me smile. You probably heard, like, obviously last year, iOS privacy issues came out. And the reason Facebook sort of tanked in terms of ad efficacy is because they started losing a lot of data. Like, they yeah. couldn't, they could no longer track what people were doing online. And when people use us, we are, we're doing things like we're automatically finding who your best customers are, or who's likely to buy this product, or who's likely to come back and respond to this offer. And then we can take those people and send them over to Facebook and, um, by doing that, we sort of are enabling Facebook to use those people as a lookalike audience and then ah. giving back some some of the data that Facebook kind of lost, right? So now you've yeah. got a group of people who are your best customers. You give that to Facebook and you say, okay, find people like this. And all of a sudden you go from like less than one X ROAS to two or three. Um, yeah. And that's one of the things when people start using us, they're like, wow, that's like, that's awesome because they were struggling with broad-based interest groups and sort of larger level targeting and demographics. And even if they were using lookalikes, they were using lookalikes on their entire newsletter list where like only 20% yeah. of people were signing up, right? And right. so by using more precise targeting with segments, um, yeah, you know, you might have a slightly smaller reach, but you're getting these really good ROAS numbers. And that's one of the things that like, if you have really good segmentation and predictions and things, you can start to do again where you might not have been able to do it uh, before. 
That's awesome. I love, love, love that. As an agency owner myself, right? Obviously, we 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 are always looking for ways to help improve our audiences and ways that, you know, now yeah. it, it does make it a little bit harder. I mean, I do have to brag just momentarily. We do get really <laughs> good results for our clients, but it is become much harder than it ever has yeah. in the past. And I think for the common person who maybe isn't as you know, savvy in business manager or even with Facebook ads or things like that, understanding how to do that and knowing how to do that, even for us, it can get complex, right? And there's a lot more barriers to overcome than there ever has before. So anything that you can do to like help make that easier post iOS, I think is a win in anybody's book for sure. For sure. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. So how do you really see, and, and I'll kind of maybe make this the, the final question, but what do you see as the future of AI? And this could probably be a whole podcast into itself of <laughs> like AI and what is AI and how do you use it and all that kind of stuff. Oh but, you know, if you're, if you're looking into the future, let's even just say in the next couple of years, and then I can't even begin to imagine what it's going to look like five to 10 years from now, but what do you really see as yeah. the future of AI and how it might work in business and in marketing that's so so interesting now i'm gonna geek out a little bit so <laughs> feel free to stop me if i ramble on no go um, for it if, if you take a look at the cutting edge of ai today um let's take a look at what's going on there you've probably heard of these sort of you know deep uh, some people call them like deep neural networks deep image generators deep fakes mm-hmm. there, there's this whole sort of area where uh, machines are now able to come up with this content, whether it's video or images or even voice. Um, and it sounds real, it looks real, where they weren't able to before. And this has sort of been the cutting edge for the past, let's say, 12 months, 24 months. I see this continuing to be where most of the research goes for the next one to two years, where you're able mm-hmm. to sort of generate re- relatively real-looking things that you might have thought, hey, look, no, no machine could ever do this. Um, and I think that's going to be the fu- the immediate future of AI. Now, the long-term future, man, it's it's so crazy how fast things are moving here. Um, I think that you're yeah. going to get to a point where I, I'm not entirely sure what it's going to look like, but I know it's going to be very similar to being automated in almost everything, like automatically driving cars, automatic uh, content generation, automatic everything. When it yeah. comes to like marketing and sales, where I see us moving towards is a world where you as a marketer maybe just oversee this the system that's running things for you. Like maybe the system has, you give it a budget and it knows how to allocate this budget across Facebook and Twitter and Google. It does those things automatically. It turns things on, turns things off. It generates the campaigns for you automatically. It puts in these images, these headlines for you automatically by taking what's already on your site and learning. And you as a marketer, maybe just say, okay, maybe I'll reduce the budget because of X, Y, and Z business reasons, or hey, maybe I'll tweak this ad because the AI didn't get it quite right. So you as a marketer now kind of take a position of oversight, whereas maybe today and in the next year or two, it's it's much more of sort of on hand, like all hands yeah. on deck or sort of yeah. uh, in the weeds. Now I'm talking maybe 10, 20 years out um, with this particular vision, but that's kind of where I see things going. You know, there's a lot of really interesting stuff being done here and I'm fascinated by by some of the stuff that's coming out. 
Yeah, I think so too. And I, you know, I, there's a lot of, you know, rumor speculation that AI is going to take over the world of marketing <laughs> agencies and there won't be any need for us anymore and things like that. I, I'm not a believer in that it's going to go that far, but I definitely believe that there is going to be a way for AI just as you guys are already starting to do it to help us develop messages with the right audience in the right way for the right people in a much easier, faster, more affordable way than maybe we've ever been able to accomplish that. And I think the potential future of, you know, how people shop and what they shop with and how they shop, I mean, just in the last five years has changed dramatically. I can only begin to imagine what this is going to look like from a customer data perspective and being able to segment and market accordingly. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun, interesting future. Well, you're in the right market for sure. This is this is like cutting edge stuff and definitely really, really cool. So thank you so much for being on the show. I, I really have found this fascinating and I am really excited about this tool. I was telling my team before I was on here, like, I'm going to be interviewing the CEO of this tool. We're going to use it and it's going to be so cool and like total, total geeked out. So I'm right there with you on the nerdy thing for sure. <laughs> but if people want to find out more about you and the company, where can they find you on social media? And then tell us about your website. Um, thank you so much, Don. It's been it's been fun. Yeah, if people want to learn a little bit more, I'd be happy to extend uh, your listeners kind of a special deal, an extended free trial and a, and a 10% off uh, coupon. Awesome. And you guys can, you can find us, uh, best way is to come to our website, which is aptio.co. That's uh, A-P-T-E-O.co. Huh. Couldn't get the .com, unfortunately. Of course and, not. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah, it's it's competitive now. Um, but there's all sorts of information out there. You can also just email me if you're interested. My name is Shanif at aptio.co, uh, S-H-A-N-I-F. And we actually have a special offer for agencies, Don, as well. We kind of give agencies a bit of a discount and a rev share just because they're some of our best partners. And so if you're an agency or even if you guys are interested, uh, we have an agency partner program. So it's all on our website. Happy to talk more about that for anyone that's interested. Awesome. Well, go check them out, apteo.co, and um, find out all of the information that you need. I really encourage you guys, take a look at this. This is definitely the wave of the future. Um, it will help you with segmentation. It will help you kind of get your information all in one place and can help any e-com business owners make more and drive more sales. So thank you so much for joining us today. This has been amazing. And until next time, you guys, thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again and until next time.